This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Everyone, it's Christian Fuchs here. I would like to say a big thank you to our fans and keep having our back for the upcoming Premier League season as well as the Europa League. Keep watching Leicester Fan TV. They have the latest news and they keep you up to date on LeicesterFanTV.com. So stay tuned and thanks for your support. Good evening. It's Monday. My name is Phil. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. As ever, we want your views. We want your comments. Lots and lots of things to talk about. Leicester obviously are entertaining Aston Villa on Saturday. No, it's Sunday night. Get with it, Phil. Come on. What can we talk about tonight? We can talk about our Belgian boys playing very well in the England game yesterday. Good to see Castagna on the left. Is it a sign for the future? What else can we talk about? Don't get me started on pay-per-view. But we will talk about it if you want to. And, of course, we've got Leicester against Aston Villa. Sinky's going to be joining me very shortly. Don't forget, at the end of this show, if you haven't already, you can win a three retro Leicester shirt. One of these, one of those. That won't work very well on air because it's green. But um, you can pick and choose. If you've not entered already, you can put your name in your comments. And when we spin the Wheel of Fortune at the end... I will add you in. So get your views in, get your comments in, and welcome to the Leicester Fan TV Show. Yes, indeed. Let's get as many comments in. It's your show, your comments. We get them in on the screen. LCFC Grey watching on YouTube. Good evening to you. Uh, Grey's watching on Facebook. So did I get Matenry in the post for his T-shirt competition? Uh, no, I didn't, Grey. So therefore, you'll just have to be in the draw like everybody else. Wayne, good evening. Jamie saying, I'm not paying pay-per-view for it. Uh, me neither. Mick says, good evening. Andy Medhurst saying, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, yes or no. It's a big fat no from me, Andy. They can do one. They really can. But don't get me started on it already. Jack Marsden, good evening, Jack. How are you? What do you reckon to this week's game against Villa? Uh, Fee? <laughs> nice cat. I've got to be careful what I say. Mick Padgett's giving pizzas. There's no pizzas tonight. Uh, Gray's not happy. Uh, Shane Martin says Shane Martin. 
that's because you want to be in the draw for the prize. If you want to be in this, you should have entered it by LeicesterFanTV.com. That's where you should have entered, Shane. But I will let you lot who are watching live sneak in. But you have to do me a favour. If you're watching on Facebook, you need to like and share this. If you're watching on Twitter or Periscope, you need to give it a love heart and a retweet. If you're watching on YouTube, you best subscribe. If you do all that and enter your name in the comments and say, just say, please, Phil, or can I have a retro shirt, whatever, something nice, something a bit creepy. You're not just going to get, you should have done it by the website, but I'll let you come in this one in here. Ricky says, up the foxes. Missing a knee, but hey, I'm no grammar police. Dom saying, hi, mate. Can you say hello to Kurt Gummings? Kurt Hummings. <laughs> Kurt Hummings. It's his birthdays. Yes, I can. Of course we can. Um, this big six business stinks. It doesn't last. I'll tell you what, what a weekend. Pay-per-view and then you've got Man United and um, Liverpool and the big six. The big six. Don't you love it? Like nobody else has ever won the Premier League, have they? I don't know. Ross says, uh, did you get the Vardy pack in on FIFA? I don't know. I don't think we've got Vardy yet on it. We are pl we're playing that. We're putting a few YouTube videos up there. Um, that's it. Adam says, please send me a retro and a bit of a... I'll add you into it, Adam. Don't you worry. Keep getting those in. Gray says, I pay 45 year a subscription for an... <laughs> I, can't, I can't be promoting that, can we? Can we? Let's look. Let's bring in, you all know him, it's John Sinky Sinclair. How are you, Sinky? Hello. <laughs> I'm making signs like you now. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a love heart. John, where, where do you want to start? I mean, people are literally fuming, I think, generally with this pay-per-view. What's what, what's your take on it? Yeah, I've been reading a lot about it. It's been all over the press, of course, over the weekend as well. 14.95 is a bit steep. I mean, if you look at what people pay... You're watching an EFL game. I think if the price, and we said today, if the price was, say, a fiver, uh, then more people might be more inclined to say, yeah, OK, I might, I might go that road. Um, but the money needs to be going to the right place. I think people need to know more about that, too. If the money's going to the clubs, is it going direct to the people showing the games and so on? 1495, well, less the next two games are both on pay-per-view. Um, I'm still undecided as to what to do because it'll get to the day and I want to see it, but I could listen on the radio and watch the highlights later, uh, which I guess people who don't want to pay it will do anyway. Um, it kind of came out of the blue, didn't it, really? Uh, and it's kind of unlucky for, for Leicester that they're involved in the first two games, next two games, a, a pay-per-view. So I've been kind of wavering. I, I get the anger about it. I think it, the price was cheaper. I feel better. I still haven't made a decision on what, because I keep changing my mind on what to do. I'd like to see the game, um, but I'm not sure I'm going to pay the money. And then, I mean, John. Uh, it's, it's a difficult one sometimes. Andy says it. I think Andy Medhurst sums it up exactly what is going to happen. Um, and obviously, we're not going to condone it, promote it, whatever like that. But I think most fans, uh, two or three clicks on the internet. And some people some people pay for illegal streams, John, like a subscription. It doesn't take a lot of hard work just to click around and you can find streams all over the internet. Andy says this will just push people to watch the game yeah. on illegal sites. And once yeah. once people have done that, John, like yeah. I, I I pay for my Sky Sports. I pay every week for BT Sports. Yeah. I think total that up. That's about 50 quid a month, I think, for those two, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to. Yeah, you are. I'm not saying I'm going to go and look for an illegal stream at the weekend, but 
Somebody might, and somebody might just go, well, if I can watch all these games on illegal streams, why why should I pay for my Sky Sports? Um, yeah. Shooting themselves in the foot a bit, John? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the price is too high. I think if it was, uh, like I said, I think if it was a bit cheaper, uh, like some of the AFL, like the AFL do, I think it would uh, perhaps uh, pacify quite a lot of people. I mean, you know, it, it's also interesting that, you know, in this other thing you mentioned earlier about United and Liverpool getting together this this new system, uh, there's only Leicester that, that kind of voted against things, wasn't it? Well, like, Leicester were the only team. club. Yeah, Leicester were the only club who voted against the pay-per-view, John, weren't yeah, they? Which right. Shane's, yeah. Shane's yeah. just said. Um, it just makes you wonder. What, I mean, fair play to Leicester, John, for, for actually having the balls to do that. Well, this but is what, a, this what are the is, other teams doing? What are the other clubs doing? Well, this is because the owners have already shown how much they care for the fans. You know, you go to a game, you get a free scarf or, or whatever they've done. If you look at what they've done since they took over, the amount they give back to the fans and say, you know, uh, we welcome you. We want you here. We've got plans, you know, uh, to increase the number of people in the stadium, built a new training facility and so on these are these are owners that really care about the fans and they've shown that by voting against it obviously they've got to go along with it um because you know majority counts as always uh, but the fans have got a chance now and i guess that's kind of what you're saying is we have got to say hey we're not doing it uh, maybe that's a kind of a support thing to our owners is one way to look at it i'm not sure i i wouldn't know how to get an illegal stream if you asked me to uh, so I wouldn't even go down that road. I'd look radio, watch your highlights later on. I agree uh, with you, John. I'd like to go on record as to say I would not know how to get an illegal stream either, and I will not be doing that. No. <clears throat> Terry says um, our owners are simply the best. Carlos agrees and says our owners are amazing. Um... So <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, if the owners voted against it, then maybe. Leicester fans should go along with what they've done and say no to it. And maybe I've talked myself into doing that. Yeah. Andrew says maybe it's time for the fans to fight back and boycott pay-per-view. I don't think many will pay for it, John. I genuinely don't. I'll be, I'm, I'll be amazed if they release the uh, figures on it, but I don't think many will. I mean, it sort of brings us on to it. It's been a weekend of it, John. Like you say, Man United and Liverpool are then are the big six clubs. Um, which obviously with three others, I'm not sure who the three others are, but Leicester are not part of that nine. But, I then try to change the whole way the football league is. But the timing of it, this is a big six. Liverpool got hammered. Manchester United got hammered. Uh, you know, got teams like Leeds and Leicester and uh, up near the top. And, and, and these are so-called big six. Yeah, the laugh on you. Well, yeah, I mean, John, especially I mean, Leicester, Leicester did obviously win the Premier League, as we yeah. all know, four yeah. years ago. Liverpool haven't won it for 30 years and and, and they still like, oh, we're part of the big six. And you go, I'd, I'd, I'd dare them to have said that had they not just won the Premier League, because we'd all be going, well, you haven't won it in 30 years, so you can <laughs> jog on with you're a big club, you know. Um, like you said, what defines a big club? Leeds United would say they're a big club. Newcastle United would say they're a big club, John. Wolves would say they're a big club. Everton, uh, you know. And they're also looking at cutting two, two teams from the Premier League, uh, taking it from 20 down to 18. I think the whole thing's been kind of like, it's come out. Uh, and I've been reading the, you know, reading the press today and the, you know, most of the press are kind of saying, well, hang on a minute. Uh, OK, they've said they give some money to the AFL, but they should be doing that anyway. Not yeah. spending maybe 80 million on a player. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and a lot of, I mean, John, some fans, and it shows you that fans, you see, this is what frustrates me with football at times, is that the fans know best sometimes. And somebody said when we were having a bit of a mental breakdown about this pay-per-view at the weekend, somebody said, do you know what they should have done? They should have, they should have done the pay-per-view, made it three quid or five quid, but every penny of that went to a low, to the lower league teams. Yeah, I, I think, I bet if they said that, I think I'm like you. I'd go along and say, yeah, fine, I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just they miss it. And then to, to follow pay-per-view up with the big six clubs starting to make silly demands about it just seems like, I mean, Mick says here, like lots of fans do, it's got to be Claude Puel's fault. <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets the blame for everything, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, look, John, let's try. I, I want to know. Don't forget, I've I've had some. <laughs> we're giving away this this uh, a retro shirt. You can choose which retro shirt you want. Um, I've been having some fantastic comments in some really really creepy comments, which is which is great. You can keep them coming in. I mean, look, Gray says here, "Hi, sweet cheeks, Phil. Please add me for the shirt." Gray, you're definitely in the in the raffle for it now. Um, so let's move on to the uh, Villa game, which is on Sunday, John. Well, can um, I just mention there's a good article today about fans not being in the stadium. And we've, we've all got used to that. And since that happened, there's more goals being scored. Uh, there was an interesting article today about a guy who said he was he was taking on Deli Alley at darts. And he was a pretty good darts player. Uh, so he's feeling quite confident. Deli Alley t- turned up with uh, lots of press there and cameras. And he actually just kind of withered and Deli Ali beat him because he's used to playing in front of a lot of people. And you look at players, maybe. Uh, I mean, they're in there at the moment playing in a kind of vacuum with no fans on either side playing any part. Because what would it have been like if Liverpool were getting beat like that and the fans would have been there? You know, we'd have shots of fans, you know, looking devastated and... Maybe that had an effect on their players and the opposite for the other side. You just kind of miss that. That's a big element. Uh, it might have an effect on how the players play and so on. Um, I don't know what the answer is, but what I'm saying is that football is just different now completely because of that, that lack of interaction with the fans being there. And, and, I, think, and we've talked about this before. You know, we've got... They're introducing fans inside stadiums for various things. Uh, but why not football? I mean, it's been talked about for a week or two now about is it going to happen? But there's no evidence they're going to change it. Yeah, I've said, John, for a while and I've said it on here before. I, for me, I, I just I don't think, especially the Premier League, realises that part of their product, part of their offering to people is the fact that there are fans there. Like you say, somebody scores a third goal cut away to fans either being mentally excited or literally in tears. The fans add the emotion to the sport and with none in there, John, I'll be honest, I've, I, I thought, oh, it's a festival of football. I'll watch all the games, not just the Leicester ones. I'll really enjoy it. I barely watch any of the, of the other games because it's pretty dull when it's not your team in it. I mean, Germany, I think, are doing an element of bring some fans back. And, and we know that there has been... The Premier League have put forward a plan where you could get, say, 30%. Just get some fans in. How, how difficult could that be? I mean, I know the pandemic, you know, we're getting kind of uh, announcements tonight, aren't we, about, uh, you know, different sort of lockdowns in different areas. Um, and there's obviously some concern about that that increasing. But, like, 
if other sports can do it, like they've given the Leicester Riders and the, and the basketball, we can be able to start to play, albeit without fans to start with. Um, but it'd be nice to see some kind of progress made getting fans back into the stadium bit by bit, really. Yeah, well, hope so, John. Uh, just before we move on to the Villa game, did you watch some of the England game, John? I watched the whole of the England game. Uh, it was a difficult one because when it was 1-1 at half-time, I thought, OK, with two, two of our players, you know, Tillemans and Castagna playing uh, for Belgium, I'd take that because you play in Belgium and you're thinking if we get a draw, that would be a good result. OK, we, we, yeah, I'm pleased we won it in the end, but uh, Castagna playing on the left was impressive. Yes. Uh, I, you know, I'm thinking, well, Pereira comes back, that could be a, a, a definite good sign that you can obviously play both sides and it kind of proved it in that game. Oh, yeah, I'm pleased that England won, but like disappointed for the Leicester lads at the same time. That that first 20 or 30 minutes in particular, Belgium down the left, John, where Castagna yeah. was, yeah. with Tielemans. I mean, we've been talking about Castagna, fantastic at right back. He was he was up and down there. He, looked, he was really involved on that left wing, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he settled into Leicester very well. We talked about that before. Um, and he looked really, really good for Belgium. And I think, I, you know, I think like, what's really annoying about FIFA 21 is I got FIFA 21 at the weekend and assigned all the new players to FIFA 20, but none of them are actually in my FIFA 21. And Castagna's not available. I'm literally throwing the, throwing the box around the room thinking, what? He's John, team. <laughs> you've, we've just I've just got wound up about pay-per-view. Now you're going to wind me up about FIFA, the fact that you spend all year spending your money building your team up and then they bring out the new game and you have to start again. It's I like mean, they just want to rip you off. Yeah, but I've got Ben Shilwell in the squad, so I've, I've, I've left him out. <laughs> was he, 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 he was in the squad. Are you sure he wasn't in some nightclub partying where he wasn't meant to be or something? No, well, actually, on FIFA 21, Madison... Uh, Madison uh, lost the game against his uh, Aston Villa compatriot, actually. But that was because he couldn't do the drag back. He used to do a lot of drag backs in the game to win because he won the title last season, didn't he? But yeah, uh, I watched that the weekend as well. But uh, hey, hey but, but obviously that was Villa against Leicester, which we're going to talk about. Ross says uh, we should have a game, John. Me v you in FIFA 21. It'd be interesting. Yeah, to see yeah, well, yeah. Who I'll would win? And then he says, I'd rather play Phil versus John in a game of FIFA live on pay-per-view than pay for the pay-per-view <laughs> game. Hey, uh, yeah, £15, Ross, if you want to come and watch me play Sinky, 15 quid, and every penny can go into charity, John. Definitely. Let's Villa again on Sunday, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Villa. I mean, what? I mean, I think you've got to set aside the result. I mean, obviously, we had a good win against Man City, and they've done a similar thing uh, to Liverpool. Um, but we're just think... you're just completely avoiding the fact we just lost to West Ham there, John. Well, you're just yeah, wiping but... that from the memory. What I'm saying is they've had a big win and we've had a big win. Okay, our last game wasn't the best game. Uh, got... uh, yeah, I'm saying that as well a little bit because I think given the two week break, you're hoping all your players come back to it from internationals and so on. And I guess it's kind of start start again in some ways, reset, start again. That's the way I'm looking at it anyway. Uh, I think it's really, be a very good game because Villa have made some you know, one or two good signings and they, they look pretty comfortable on the ball and we know what they're capable of. But I think I think Leicester uh, for this one would kind of raise their game a little bit. I'm quite looking forward to it. I think it will be a very competitive game. It's a difficult one to call in some ways and that makes it even more interesting. Again, not without trying to focus too much on Villa, they have got... A lot. I know a lot of Leicester fans don't like Jack Grealish. I, I actually like him. Do you know what? He've, 
John, he reminds me of Robbie Savage because I just think if he's on your team, he wears. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Robbie Savage used to wear this this shirt, plugging that one in, but um, not not this exact one, obviously. But uh, this style, um, Robbie Savage used to be a great player for Leicester. I always thought because he just got stuck in and went, and and I think sometimes that's what Leicester slightly lack at the moment whereas Villa you know Jack Grealish when they're losing you can see it in how he plays that he's dying to get them to back into the game yeah it looked good in his England performance I think actually uh, uh, because he is capable of just taking on players and making things happen a bit like Madison uh, be interesting to see if Madison starts I'd like to see him start not sure in his fitness at the moment but that'll be interesting kind of competition seeing them kind of uh, head to head on the pitch, and I'm hoping that does happen because I think we just need a little that little bit of kind of extra uh, in midfield that Madison and I guess Grealish, the, the opposition, uh, uh, can add. So that would be good if they're they're both playing. So I think it'll be a uh, interesting battle between those two. And they signed a player who I I did think we should have gone for maybe over the summer, Ollie Watkins. From yeah. uh, Brentford, I th- I thought he was a good. I like it when we dip down. I love teams to dip down into the championship. I know it's naughty, but to go and get their best players. I think of when we've done it with people like uh, James Madison recently, um, even even James Justin. I think keeping an eye on the players who are coming up through the championship and League One, I think is is a great way to do it. Yeah, and been, I think Ollie Watkins would have been a good buy for us. Yeah, we've been linked with a player, haven't we, from Swansea? I think Spurs and Leicester have been in the running. Forget the player's name now, but uh, defender. I think we've been in Rome because obviously the uh, the deadline for for the signing from that 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 division ends on Friday. So who knows? We might have another another player coming in before the end of the week. Yeah, and obviously I don't I don't think Dennis Pratt will be fit for this weekend, John. But maybe he will. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously Matt is coming back. Uh, will obviously help there. Uh, a little bit. I thought Pratt's played well, actually. Obviously, uh, um, you know, another kind of Belgian player. Um, I was half expecting him to see if he had been fit. Would he have made the bench safe for, for Belgium as well? Because I've had three Leicester players in there. But yeah, he's been he's been pretty good, hasn't he? He's uh, shown improvement and I've been quite impressed with him. But we'll have to wait and see whether he's fit or, or not. And at some point, John, maybe we'll see a bit of Fofana, the new centre-back, young lad. You know, yeah, so, Sunku and Evans are looking decent, but yeah, I think I think we've kind of got the set two there. I think we might see him come into play when we're doing three games a week on a regular basis. It'll be interesting to see how how the manager uses him actually, because um, not seen anything of him, have we? Really, and he's quite young as well. So I think they've got to nurse him in a little bit. But obviously, if there are injuries, uh, he's going to come into play. We've still got you know. Uh, Wes Morgan as well uh, in that position. But you, do you feel that we need kind of add another? And obviously from what I've been reading about this uh, other player from Swansea, that, that might be the way they'll go as well. Because they need cover in that position. Certainly if they want to start playing, say, three centre-backs in uh, in in certain games. Obviously Armas has come in and done that. But he's more a kind of a player you can put in different positions. So uh, having a kind of a proper centre-back in inverted commas, you know, might work better. Uh, Steve George, yeah, I've heard a bit about that. Sunku is injured. Well, I've heard some of that, but I'm, I'm not sure it's 100% confirmed or not, to be fair. Um, 
but obviously we'll have to wait and see on team news later this week for all the international players coming back. Uh, I saw Slimani and uh, Danny Simpson on Instagram. There was a bit of like Slimani still here as a Leicester player, you know, and so's Danny Simpson still training with the lads, I believe. But um, I don't know. I don't know where you go with that. And Demari Gray not making the Europa 24-man squad, John. Players um, on the fringes. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, we're not mentioning Barnsley, have we? Being in the England, England squad. No, he but did I, okay, I, didn't he, last he had, week? Yeah, had a pretty decent debut when he came on uh, last part of that, that first game. Yeah, it was nice to see that. Yeah, Samari's on FIFA 21 as well. <laughs> <laughs> what, for Leicester? Yeah. I've, I've not seen him on that. Yeah, have you scored any good headers with him? Uh, no, I've not put him in the team yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just left him on the sideline. Yeah, I've got Samari yeah. in FIFA 21, but I'm not going to play him. Sorry, what was the question you asked me? <laughs> <laughs> Just going to pay him, not play him. That's all yeah, it is. Right, um, yeah. John, uh, last chance for anybody to put their names into the hat, and then I'm going to do this raffle. Uh, just while, and I want people's score predictions as well at the end. Uh, John, before um, we let you go, what what would your score predictions be? Hmm. Okay, I think I'm going to go for a fairly close game. I might go for a three-two to Leicester. 3-2 to Leicester. I wouldn't want to go and put much money on this match at the bookies. I think with the home and away advantage seems to have totally gone now. I think everybody's sort of accepting that. And um, Villa, well, v- Villa and Leicester are both teams at the moment who you could get either an A-grade performance out of or anything, couldn't you? Yeah, I think so. I think, again, it, uh, it, it's a journey into the unknown. What's really good about it in some ways is you know it's going to be a competitive game and you want to beat them because they're local rivals let's face it that's part of the reason um but yeah i'm gonna go with three two three two sinky right i'm gonna do this draw do you want to stick around for it yeah or do you want to go yeah go on right let me get this set up bear with while we add in the becoming famous leicester fan tv wheel of fortune what was, the uh, shirt you, what was the shirt you were giving away again? Well, uh, they get to pick. It's uh, a retro shirt. There's about four retro shirts we, we've we got oh. to give away. One of them, uh, or this one, which is the old Iron Coop one. You can have that in blue or green. Um, this one, which I would guess this is, I'm trying to have to use my memory. Is it a 2000 shirt or is it a little bit older? I've got um, I've got an old blue shirt where the, I was giving... Martin O'Neill's lot game. Or was it Mickey? Somebody gave me a Sinclair shirt from way back when, anyway. Or when Frank Go, used to play. I'm going to click it to spin because uh, you know we like to draw this out. This spins <laughs> for about three hours. But uh, there is hundreds and hundreds of names in there. I've ad- tried. I've added in as many people who have added their name tonight. So let's see who is going to win. I'm getting my pen ready to write it down. How long does it really go on for? It's about done. We're about there. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Jamie. Oh, can you hear that over the trumpets? Jamie Geary, John. Jamie Geary. Well done, Jamie. Which one does he get? He can choose. (laughs) He can literally choose, John. All right, cool. Which one he wants. Right, let me sort this out. That's got rid of that. That was Jamie Geary wins a shirt don't forget just before people all go and cry we also have um a load of personalized gear still to give away 
and we've got that's from everything printed and we've also got from the pals at everard's um a cask of ipa john how about that well yeah i used to drink that when i drank years ago <laughs> and i'm going to be setting up we've got some more shirts to give away i just need to get around to setting them up on the competition page on the website so loads of freebies what about your score prediction you didn't give me one do you know what, John? I think it's a toughie. I really do. I think this is going to be. This is one I think I'm going to be watching, watching like through that. Why? You won't well, be watching. you said you weren't oh, no. watching. <laughs> That's right. I'm not paying my pay, pay per view, and there's no yeah. other way to watch it if you don't pay fifteen pounds, of course. So I probably won't be able to watch it. Um, have to close your ears instead. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be charging you for that next. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for a Leicester win, of course, John. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1. Uh, let, let's just hope we can get back. I'd like to see us after that little blip against yeah, West Ham, yeah. get straight back on it and go, yeah, there you go. Let's move on. Wouldn't want to lose to Villa at home after a West Ham defeat. Else, uh, no, then, like... then we got Arsenal away after that. We all, yeah, well. well some European oh, game before, John. It gets yeah. busy, busy. We've got games Thursdays and know, Sundays for the next, like, nine weeks on the trot. So we're going to be busy boys. Oh, yeah. I had a phone call um, from Leicester City the other day. I applied for membership back in January, February. You would still want to do it, they said. Okay. <laughs> so I'm now a member. <laughs> Just they've took a few quid off you with no chance of buying any tickets. Well, no, but like, hey, you know, it's it's it's, it's all for the club. It's our club, so yeah. Why yeah, not? brilliant. All right, thank you so much. Ross Howard is asking you, John. He says, yeah. John, would you commentate on the game this weekend so we can listen to you, right? And we won't have to uh, listen anywhere else. That's interesting. You ask about that because uh, you remember the ITV commentator Clive Tilsley. Yes, they, they dropped him, and the, the new guy came in uh, last week, and he was saying how devastating it was when he got took off commentary. I remember that feeling when it happened to me. Uh, but I loved it when I was doing it. Uh, could I do it now? Don't know, actually. My eyesight's not quite as good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we know you could do it, John. We all used to love listening to you on the radio. So Well, I used to like, I used to like doing it, but I, I did my time. I think you've got to, you know, it's easy to look back and say, yeah, I, I could still do it. But, uh, you know, I've been asked about doing the riders again uh, but for TV commentary, which is slightly different. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed the football. I like doing it. So uh, if you ask me to do it again, I'd probably say, no, I'll just leave it. I wouldn't want to get it wrong. I'd be a bit nervous about doing it again. You'll be fine. John, thanks for joining us. We'll see you again, hopefully next Monday. Yep. Fantastic. Regular date. Regular it date. is. It's our regular date night, John. Me and you. I'm here. I'll <laughs> see you soon. I'll let John go. Thanks a lot for joining us, Sinky. Um, let me remove him out. Uh, and let's get as many... Uh, last comments in because it is eight o'clock. Um, Dave says one day he might win. I'm sorry, Dave. You can see how many names were in there. Jay, and I can't do it any fairer than that, can I? Crikey. Those of you who say it's a fix. Um, Villarard Decent says, Jono, watching on uh, Twitter and Periscope. He says, did some good business. I think they did, actually, Jono. I think they did. He said, we need to be on song this weekend to get a result. Jamie says they'll be charging you to listen on the radio. I think they will. Um Ross says you and Motti would be a dream pair to John and uh, Jamie from the Foxes Arms. 
says good night or what would he say jamie always says good night adios sing see dad i can't do it only jamie can do it he's live on sunday with another aftermath pre-match show this week where because it's all to part it's going to be jamie it's not going to be an aftermath show anymore it's going to be a pre-match show trust me i have to change the name of jamie's show on a 10 o'clock oh before i forget muzzy is it on wednesday night oh my gosh muzzy is it on wednesday night fingers crossed he, he doesn't like flake out on us or anything it's took us trust me it took us all season to get the one and only muzzy is it sink is wavy at me he's in the back room yes sinky what best goal ever grimsby away yes we should have talked. it was. I was there we never never got the commentary i was really jealous oh. it would have been a great one to commentate on but like yeah great player great lad great midfield it, what, do you know what? When we've done a lot of these uh, player interviews, John, over the summer and in lockdown, um, when, whenever we've asked players from that sort of era, any player who has played with Muzzy, when we ask them the question, who was the best player you played with while you were at Leicester? It's always Muzzy. Yeah, but he's, uh, you remember his opening game, uh, he arrived and Martin and Neil got him. Then we got beat, was it Sheffield or something? We got hammered on the Saturday and he made his, he came on to make his debut. And then obviously we went on and got to the playoffs. So when he arrived, everyone thought, Muzzy who? Good even me. <laughs> you know, we're all going, who is this which, guy? Which one was that, John? Uh, when he signed. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we played a game. And there was a big demonstration against them, against uh, the club afterwards, you remember? Yes. only had about half a dozen games. It wasn't going terribly well. But then it kind of changed after that. I think, I think John, I think that was the season. And I think it was Muzzy, is it? But I'd have to check my stats because yeah. it was back in the day when I think it was Watford away. I think it was last game of the season or something of that season. And we, it was definitely away. We had to go to Watford's ground. You had to walk down past some allotments to get into yeah, the yeah, stadium. Yeah. Um, and it was we were right behind the goal um, that then as Leicester fans. And I think it was Muzzy, is it, scored with his head to make it 1-0. I think we won 1-0 and we had to win. But all I remember is like going absolutely. I think it was it was back in standing days. I think I think everybody just lost the plot. But I think it was Muzzy as it scored that. But I could I, if anybody's watching and remembers. Um, I think it was. Yeah, it was a very nice place to deal with. Uh, when I used to go and uh, go, and, you know, watch the games and uh, kind of after I finished commentating, often bump into him and say hello and that. Always very nice fellow indeed. Andy says he'll pay £14.95 just to watch Muzzy. So does Reese. <laughs> so does Ross. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and Jamie from the Fox is saying it was, the, yeah, that Sheffield United game indeed. Um, uh, and yeah, Ross says that, uh, oh my God, Muzzy is it. Would love to ask him a question on Wednesday. His best goal is Grimsby away or Spurs volley at home. To be fair, that, that goal at Grimsby, John's probably one of Leicester's best, Leicester's best ever goals, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Because you know, you get to that ground and it really is going back in time. And it, you know, lovely people there as well. Uh, you've got to have your fish down, you know, down by the sea before you go to the game. It's a kind of compulsory thing. But yeah, special goal. He took it really well, and it's the one we all remember. Be interesting to see when you ask him what he remembers of it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we chatted, we chatted, didn't we, with Gary Coatsworth last week, John, who was a lovely, lovely chap, but can't yeah, remember much about football at all. Can he bless him? He was like, I was like, I couldn't believe it when he said, what was it like walking out at Wembley in front of 40,000 Leicester fans, 80,000 fans? He goes, 
yeah, it was noisy, but I don't remember anything else. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think I think actually, I suppose when you stop doing something for so long, uh, there are bits and bobs that you'll remember above everything else. But I'm guessing the overhead kick will be a, a special I'm one. Sure. But, you know, he had a great relationship with you know, Lennon and he mentioned Savage earlier and uh, Guppy and all that. I mean, what a great score we had then as well. Yeah, indeed. Thank you. We're overrunning. I best let you go. Okay, sorry I had to wave at you. But... Yeah, I, I can see you waving. I'll let you go. That's Sinky, who, who was there at that Grimsby match. Were you there? Were you watching? Um, we've all seen it a thousand times. I've seen Reese has just said he was too young to actually see Muzzy play. You must have seen the goal, Reese. Go and check Muzzy is out on YouTube. And uh, do join Tom, who is live with him at 7.30 on Wednesday. Lox and Josh are back on Thursday with the Fan Zone show and talking about fantasy football, of course, and all sorts. And then on Sunday, it's Jamie's Fox's pre-match aftermath show. And then we've got a pre-match show, which will be at about 6.45, I guess. Then 7.15, we'll all go and um, what are we going to do about the match? Well, we're not going to pay for it, put it that way. And then we'll do a half-time and we'll do a full-time. And we will hopefully be celebrating a Leicester City win. You know who these guys are. Please go and follow them. ADT, eat me. Uh, Tiger, Moya Wade, Leicester Garage Conversions, Piglet's Pantries, Fox's Arms, Pink Vehicle Leasing, uh, Charity Memphis and Hologram. Thanks for all your comments, all your views. Go and uh, enjoy your week. See you on Wednesday night with Muzzy Izzet and Tom. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. With special thanks to our pals at ADT Taxis, Beat Me, Piglet's Pantry, Tiger, Leicester Garage Conversions, Pink Vehicle Leasing, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Moyer Wade Interiors, and our chosen charity, Memphis UK. We bring you the fans' views on the match each week, and your views matter to us. Join the fans' debate each match with us. Follow us at Lester Tech TV. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.